Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of What's the Line Monday Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan. Let's kick off with a recap of last night's game between the Las Vegas Raiders and the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers defeat the Las Vegas Raiders in Vegas, 23-18. Pittsburgh covers the two-point spread. This turned out to be a pretty good game. We saw Kenny Pickett kind of get it together. Two touchdowns, over 230 yards passing. He also had a, a couple runs, timely runs, extended plays. So it was good to see Pittsburgh offense. The defense, though, is still dominating. Jimmy G just never felt comfortable out there through three interceptions. Devontae Adams put up a hell of a game. 13 receptions, 172 yards, two touchdowns. But it just wasn't enough. Controversial decision by Josh McDaniels to kick a field goal there. Al Davis probably rolling over in his grave. It's just win, baby, not just kick the field goal. Good game overall. Pittsburgh moves on to 2-1. Raiders just look like the same old Raiders. All right, in the early window, the Saints took on the Green Bay Packers. Packers went 18-17, covering the one-point spread. P, give us your breakdown in this game. Uh, this game was interesting. You know, New Orleans <laughs> took the lead, and uh, New Orleans is actually the sound man special this week as they were underdogs coming into the game. And Green Bay was dealing with a lot of injuries. Uh, Derek Carr obviously went out. I think, you know, there was definitely a turning point with the Derek Carr injury. But um, you, you can't let this... You you can't give up this lead, right? Like, this is the good of a defense. <laughs> Jordan Love didn't really impress me much. I've seen some overthrows, and maybe it should have been more of a competitive game earlier. But, uh, yeah, New Orleans, you know, I kind of kind of blew this one. Felt like it should be 3-0. and um, Instead, you know, you're just, you know, 2-1, and and things can get sticky if you got, you know, go 2-2 two and two next week. So, good one by Green Bay uh, to prevail. Definitely a young team, but I just didn't understand how New Orleans let that slip. Yeah, you know, I hate when my team is, is on the discussion topic. <laughs> no, I definitely feel like this is a game they should have won. Um, I will say just watching it live, I feel like the energy of the team went out when Carr went back in that locker room and didn't come back out. Um, you know, he's really come on as a leader in that team, and they rally around him, and I definitely can see them not knowing what was going on. It kind of just took the air out of the offense, um, and the creativity and the play call for the offense just kind of went away. We stopped running the ball completely in the second half. I mean, I'm not going to put the ball that much in Jameis's hands. I mean, we've kind of seen the last two years with him on that team. He's kind of very limited that offense. Um, he made some good throws on the last drive to Michael Thomas and Olave, but you had 30 minutes of, of football, and that's the most that you could get for us. I don't knock the kicker. He's a rookie. You know, that's a tough spot for anybody. I mean, you know, I kind of just, but, and then the defense. I mean, I'm not going to lean on them too hard. I mean, 17-0, going into the fourth, you get tired. I mean, I was yeah. looking at the stats. I mean, 45 seconds, a minute and 20 seconds. We're off the field, defense come back on. Even the best players, you know, the stamina, you can't keep up that much. There was right. a little, you know, a little picky tacky PIs and stuff at the end, but you know, it kind of is what it is. I mean, I'm not surprised. The Saints were very much, you know, one or two plays from being 0-3 and being 3-0. and I mean, even looking last against the Panthers, some things weren't our ways, some ways they didn't. So, I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, it's week three. We can keep it going. I'm more concerned. I think they said it's an AC joint um, strain for Derek Carr, which is like a four to six week. So we'll see from there. But I mean, hey, it's week three. The world's not over yet. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not over. But yeah, that's a good point. Um, you know, one of the better, you know, keeping your defense off the field is, is a good way, you know what I mean, to kind of win games. You don't want them playing too many snaps. Let's see. In the afternoon window, we had the Minnesota Vikings taking on the LA Chargers. Chargers win 28-24, covering the one-point spread. I didn't watch too much of this. Uh, people happen uh just charges vikings football you know i mean anything you can really think of interceptions bad play calling um you know there's a fourth down that uh brandon staley went for in his own territory up and they didn't get it and they were look like they want to lose the game kirk cousins throws an interception late 
you know, Vikings Chargers football. It's literally just so bad, such bad football and such bad decision making. And even though the Chargers got out of here with the win, covered a one point spread, it's just not impressive. You got one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Like I would love to see uh, Vrabel, right? Mike Vrabel. I think yes. Mike Vrabel was one of the better coaches in the league from top to bottom. Even with the shitty contracts and the players they be having, and a washed up Derrick Henry. But I guess we'll get that later. But. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, I think he would do great with Herbert, right? His his biggest thing is that he's never had a quarterback. And, uh, yeah, it was just really bad football. But Chargers win. Chargers get the cover. Mike Williams did go out, so that's something to monitor. I think he left the game um, in a boot or in a cart. So on a cart, he left the game. So, But overall, just Vikings, Chargers, football. Yeah, it was really nothing else to it. All right. Let's get into our awards for the day. Uh Take us all with MVP of the day. Devon A-Chain. He is my MVP of the day. 18 rushing attempts for uh, 203 yards, two touchdowns. Oh, no, two rushing touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns as well, four receptions, 30 yards, a long of 67 on the ground. for it's just, He just went crazy. So the rookie is uh, my MVP of the day in this crazy Miami offense. Who's your MVP? I had the old offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, just to see a team put up. 70 points. And it was, and they were up, they had 70 points with eight minutes left in the game. You, you really don't see that too often anymore. I mean, even they were saying it was like the 1960s the last time anybody's ever put up that many points. And Miami's piquing my interest. I mean, you know, right now they're what, 3-0. and Stewart looks good. If everybody can stay healthy, I definitely think that's the team to watch coming out the AFC. Yeah, for sure. That Miami offense was insane. It is insane. It's just, I'm digging the coach now. I'm just, I, I feel their vibe, so yeah. I agree. Alright, best game plan. What you got? Buffalo Bills. Um, You know what I mean? This is a Washington team that, you know, came in 2-0, a better record than Buffalo. And, and you know, it's just demolished them from top to bottom. Offensively, they were able to get their groove. We saw James Cook, 98 yards. Latavius Murray, your boy, he got a touchdown. I picked him up in fantasy and started him this week. I was insane. But Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs got 111 yards. And Sam Howell, four interceptions. Defensively, they put the clamps on his Washington offense. So Buffalo is my best game plan. You go into Washington, kick their ass, and um, bring them back to reality. I'm going to go with uh, the Texans. They were very eager to go in there, get a win. Jacksonville's been kind of, you know, still trying to find our identity coming off the playoff wins last year. But uh, it was nice to see TJ, uh, CJ Scroggs get his uh, his first win. He was 20 for 30, 280 yards, two touchdowns. Um, see DeMarco kind of coming to that role as a head coach. And it was just kind of a field good win. I don't really, you know, root for them. But, you know, it's good to see that. Yeah, I definitely agree. I like CJ Stroud. I liked him coming out of the, the draft when um, I was trying to see who Carolina would pick. But, um, you know, they took Bryce Young. And it's still a lot of time. I'm not going to be hard, too hard on Bryce Young. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Houston game plan. They came in. And Jacksonville, I had them on a teaser today. Obviously, they, that didn't come through but this is a team that just gives up a lot of receiving yards defensively and that's definitely something to um keep an eye on going forward and they just look luster like they don't look the same like i don't know what's up with jacksonville all right and then your wtf moment for the week these are always my toughest um these wtf moments um let's let you go first usually give good ones let's (laughs) let you go first so i feel like it was very even though we had some weird losses i feel like it was a mild week but go with Dak throwing that interception. Mm, that was who, costly. I don't know what he saw because it was nobody in the Dallas Cowboys jersey right there. He threw it up in double coverage. You know, I, I just don't know what he saw right there. And that's always been my biggest bright when it comes to Dak. It's just he makes these decisions when his back is against the wall. And he does stuff like that. And you can't be losing to the Cardinals. You know, all we, the Dallas is the number one team, number one this, number one that. And then you go out there and you just... 
honestly look flat against Arizona Cardinals, who very well unofficially are kind of tanking. And, yeah. you know, you're getting down there, you get to the, to the end zone, and you just do that. I mean, you, that, you just can't do that. Like, come on, Dak. Yeah, I, I uh, bet with the Cowboys earlier this week. And um, as it got, you know, I th- that was before the Trayvon Diggs injury and uh, yeah. a couple of O-linemen got injured as well. So I figured I wasn't going to win that bad. I cashed out uh, half of it. <laughs> so it was all good. But, yeah, they definitely look like not the same team this week than they did last. Um, so I, I got one, though. WTF moment of the week for me. Deshaun Watson, <laughs> he's getting tackled and about to, like, get sacked. And he throws the ball behind the line of scrimmage to- towards the other, like, yeah, it was just ridiculous. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? So that was just insane, though. I'm just like, this guy's really Deshaun Watson is insane. I have no idea, right? Just, I just literally have no like, what's good with this guy? But yeah, obviously he's been out. Of, yeah, he was he was out of football for a while, and it looks like it. I would say about sixty percent of the time he's out there. Yeah, I agree. And it, you know, they've been pretty critical of his performance this season, and even the end of last season, and. You know, for a guy that got all that type of money, he he kind of needs to step it up. I understand, you know, you were away for so long, but you can't do that. Deshaun Watson been in the league way too many years to be doing stupid plays like that. I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> Nasty man. <laughs> all right. So we got another Monday night doubleheader. Oh, on the Tampa Bay Bucks. Eagles are four and a half point favorites over under four and a, 44 and a half. Hey, what you looking for in this game? Uh, I must say these double headers on Monday night are killing me. Um, I have a routine and it's been throwing me off. Honestly, it's really been throwing me off. But uh, I'll take we'll take the football. I understand. Um, a couple of things that I'm looking at. So in this Philly Tampa Bay game, we have a this spread open at six and a half down to four and a half. Most places five. And this is a Tampa Bay deep. This Tampa Bay team that's been covering spreads, right? Playing well. Philly team that the the sharp the sharp betters have been betting on since week one. They bet with the Pats. It was five, got down to three and a half. They bet with the uh who did Philly play last week? Um oh Minnesota, right? That, that line was seven, got down to six, got down to five and a half at one shop. So the the the, the sharp betters are betting against this Philly team, and this is the same here. This line opened at six and a half, <laughs> down to four. So I'm looking at, you know, is Tampa Bay going to respond? Is I don't know. I, don't, I probably won't bet that one. Um, but this Rams game, I'm looking. I mean, we don't know if Joe Burrow is going to play. I don't believe he is. However, yeah. Uh, yeah, however, the Rams, Sean McVay as an underdog, 17-13 and two against the spread. That's 56%. So I'm looking to, to look uh, possibly to back um, them to do that, the, the L.A. Rams to win the game. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm gonna stay away from this um Eagles Bucks game as well. Bucks I'm still trying to find their identity of things. I mean, you know, they've been playing pretty good complimentary football. Baker's been looking okay. I you know, I can't really say anything negative about him. Eagles just don't have that kind of cleanness and sharpness to them that they had last season. I understand, you know, both the coordinators, I believe, are new and try to find their ways, but like you said, kind of that Vikings game. You saw that, okay, it was kind of like, okay, they're going to blow them out. But then, you know, you look up in the fourth quarter and it's a very close game. And, you know, they've kind of snuck out these these wins very, on a very close thing. And I think this Bucks eagles is just going to be another thing. So I'm not touching that either. <laughs> and <laughs> Bengals, yeah, they're kind of keeping it quiet whether Joe Burrow's going to play or not. I don't think that he will. He only practiced like one or two days last week. So, yeah, I don't know about that one either. <laughs> Wicked. Yes. We need to go back to one Monday night game, though. It's too much. For sure. Yeah, it is too much. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap it up. What's your best bet for the week? 
All right, my best bet for the week. I am pretty locked and loaded. I'm just looking at this number that I can find. But I'm going to attack this Philly defense. They've been giving up a lot, um, you know, points, passing yards, all that, but specifically to the tight end. So I'm going to look at Cade Otten. Um, his over-under for receiving yards is 25 and a half. But I'm also going to look at receptions. So let me see receptions. Two and a half. I want to take Kate Odden over two and a half receptions. Um, this is a little, it's a little too much juice. So I um will get back with the juice, but Kate Odden over two and a half receptions is uh, my best bet for Monday Night Football. I'm gonna keep it simple. He's always winning me money. So I'm gonna go Devonta Smith over 61 and a half receiving yards. He can usually do that in two catches. So I mean, hey. He's always a moneymaker for me. And then I have Matthew Stafford over 0.5 interceptions. He can get a little flimsy with the ball sometimes. I'm going to put a little money on it and see what he does. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and um, I think that Devontae Smith's been playing extremely well this season, really looking like the guy he's supposed to be. Um, it, but I just made me think of a, another bet for this game. Um, AJ Brown. Remember, he was pretty much complaining last uh, yes. last time they played. So you may want to look for you know receptions. I think it's at four and a half. It's minus like one sixty, but you could probably get a, a five and a half at like plus one thirty. So you know, just players that complain. You know, receivers. You got to feed their egos. I could see him getting a couple of touches early, um, and as well as him uh, getting a touch on the first drive, uh, catching a reception on the first drive. That's probably like a very good um, plus money place. All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of What's the Line Monday Morning Podcast. See you guys next week.